1: If God showed us the whole journey, we'd never take the first step. That was said, my friends, by Dr. Lewis Evans. May she rest in peace. Have I got an incredible week planned for you all. This is going to be an Evans family takeover week because they have an incredible book coming out, which is called Divine Disruption, Holding on to Faith when Life Breaks Your Heart. And I had three incredible conversations. One starting this week, uh, today actually, with the patriarch of the family, Dr. Tony Evans. Now, I also had conversations with his two sons, Anthony Evans and Jonathan Evans, which will be released later this week, but I thought, why not start the week off with an amazing conversation with Dr. Tony Evans. Now, for those of you that don't know who Dr. Evans is, he is the founder and senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas. He's the founder and president of The Urban Alternative and the author of Over Get This 100 books, booklets, and Bible studies. He's the first African-American earn a doctorate of theology from Dallas Theological Seminary. He has been uh, named one of the 12 most effective preachers in the English-speaking world by Bailey University. And if you have not heard Dr. Evans' messages, I encourage you to go and do so. Uh, they have been very, very helpful in the past for me. But Dr. Evans holds a honor of writing and publishing the first full Bible commentary and study Bible for by an African-American. He's a radio broadcast host, The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, and it can be heard on over, get this, 1,400 radio outlets daily and in more than 130 countries. Dr. Evans' sermons also uh, streamed and downloaded over 20 million times annually. And Dr. Evans was part of this incredible book that I am in- delighted to share with you all called Divine Disruption, Holding On to Faith When Life Breaks Your Heart. Divine Disruption explores the many hardships we experience in life and how God breaks through with the power of hope. In this particular book, The Evans family, so Dr. Tony Evans and his four children, Crystal Evans-Hurst, Priscilla Schreier, Anthony Evans, and Jonathan Evans discuss their faith-shaking experiences from the deep grief of losing six loved ones in less than two years' time, including their beloved mother, Dr. Lewis Evans, the quote that I mentioned in the very beginning. So this, my friends, is a conversation that I really hope is going to help many of you overcome some of the difficult trials that many of you are no doubt facing at the moment and still holding on to that Uh, valuable faith that we need to while we are going and journeying through these difficult times of life. So please, if you do get something from this one, share it around with your friends and family. Help support Dr. Tony Evans and this brand new book, Divine Disruption. All links will be in the show notes below for you. Appreciate each and every one of you. Don't forget to leave a rating and review over another podcast and subscribe before you go. All right, my friends, you know what time it is. It is time to journey with me into this story box as we listen to the incredible wisdom, the advice, and the story of none other than Dr. Tony Evans.
0: I am so good. I need to let you introduce me every time.
1: <laughs> You're going you got, you got to, you to take me with you now. That's an open All right. invitation. <laughs> All right, sounds good. I love it. Well, I, I am so thrilled to have you on, on the show today, Dr. Evans. And like I was saying to you just a moment ago, your your sermons and your messages have touched the hearts and lives of millions of people around the world, including myself, all the way here in Sydney, Australia. So I just wanted to personally say thank you for doing that. Thank you for doing the work of God for the amount of years that you have been doing it. Uh, and I wanted to ask you the, the very first question, which I normally ask all my guests at the start, I think you might like it, and I'm curious to hear your response. It is, what does success look like to you?
0: Well, success is when you fulfill the will of God. I mean, if you are not fulfilling the will of God, and you're only um, accumulating the satisfaction of man, then uh, you could wind up having the applause of the crowd and getting... Um, Uh, a rejection in heaven. So success is where God is satisfied with what you've done with him and for him in the calling he's placed on your life.
1: Your son Jonathan actually said that he wants to get to heaven and he wants to hear God say, well done, that good and faithful servant. And I think that's an admirable uh, thing to have said and 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 actually strive for in one's life as a Christian. But for those people that even are Christian at the moment and they don't know what the will of God is for their life, how would firstly they find it and what actually is it?
0: Well, <clears throat> the will of God is his purpose for your life. There's, there's some things that are generically uh, called upon for all Christians to do where God calls us to obey his word, then there's specific things that he's called you to do under that umbrella of general obedience. So, the question is, how does one find the will of God? Well, a couple of things have to intersect. First of all, what has God given you a passion to do? Mm. The Bible talks about the zeal, uh, woe is me, Paul said, if I don't do it, It, it's a, it's a burn inside your soul. It's a fire, Jeremiah called it. Secondly of all, what has he gifted you to do? Okay. What do you have desire, passion, and what can you do that would serve his kingdom with your abilities? Thirdly, what experiences have, has he given you, good, bad, and ugly, that, will help you to do what your passion and your gifting says you ought to be doing. Mm. And then uh, God is consistent with our personalities. People are different. What allows you to be you and not have to Mm. become somebody else to do what you've been called to do? Mm. When those things intersect, then you found a sweet spot. You're in the zone, so to speak, for the will of God, As you serve the body of Christ and as you become a witness for God in the world, because your your will of God will always serve the body and will be a witness to the broader society. When that comes together, you are functioning in your personal will underneath the umbrella of the generic will of God. Mm.
1: I want to take you back a little bit, Dr. Evans, to when you found the will of god for your life what was that moment like for you and and what specifically was the will of god for your life
0: well my uh my uh existential moment so to speak <laughs> was when i was 18 and i was involved in service god always hits a moving target, so you can't be sitting down doing nothing waiting on the will of god okay you do what's in your hand to do that he's laid before you while you trust him to, to make it uh, more specific so I was involved in crusade work, and there was this crusade in Baltimore. And out of that crusade, the burden to be a proclaimer of the Word of God was birthed in me. Mm-hmm. It was kind of there before, but not, it wasn't a fire. It was a it was a flicker. Okay. But the flicker became a fire and in, in my engagement in that time, which led me to prepare for the ministry that god would ultimately bring me to so it was uh, being busy with the little that i knew and let god inflame it into more than i was aware of
1: Mm. in the early days when you first started out and i guess trusting god that this was the right direction for your life how did you go about actually trusting uh god in the the difficult moments as i have no doubt there would have been some difficult moments
0: Yeah, well, your your, uh, pursuit of God's will will always bring spiritual challenges. In fact, if you're not having spiritual challenges, you're probably not in God's will, because it's the enemy's goal to block you from achieving God's will. Mm -hmm. So you will have conflict, consternation, difficulties, trials, tribulations, and triumphs. And as I faced them in life, that took me deeper into prayer, that took me deeper into spiritual relationships. It took me deeper into God's word. So you've got to use trial. You have to view trials as the opportunity to go deeper. Mm-hmm. And even though you know, when, when it when it like storms on the sea, and it hits the uh, water, uh, the, the 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 storm can only go approximately twenty five feet below the water that it affects it. So what the fish do is they go twenty six feet. So they go a little bit lower, a little bit deeper. So when the turbulences of life hit, that's an invitation to go deeper spiritually. Mm. So more going into your
1: life, if you don't mind me me asking this, are you able to share a difficult moment early on that challenged your faith at all?
0: Oh, sure, sure, sure. Let me think about which one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know there's probably heaps. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, uh, when we were started our ministry, uh, nothing was happening and stuff was going in reverse, actually. We would go knock on doors, invite people, reach out. You know, we started with 10 people in our home and nothing was going right, nothing was happening. So you kind of felt like you weren't called and you weren't in the will of God because nothing is happening. Little did I know that the nothing that was happening was setting the stage for something to happen that was not obvious. But in discouragement, because you don't see something happening, you wonder where God is. God is often doing his greatest work when he's silent. Yeah. When nothing is happening. You don't see him moving. You don't feel him moving. The spirit of God seems to be not the blowing wind, but the still air. And, yeah. uh, and in those moments, you have to go for what you know to be true not for what you feel in the midst of the questions. And so uh, early on, that was one of the things we faced that uh, of of discouragement.
1: Mm. I'm always reminded of that poem, Footprints in the Sand. And it just brought up with what you were saying, that in those difficult times that we are walking through life, and sometimes we only see one set of footprints in the sand, so to speak, on the path of life, it's during those times that God is actually carrying us through the difficult moments, but we have just have to make the choice to see it that way. And oftentimes we allow the devil to infiltrate our mind and our heart. And then that's when we get stuck. And then that's when we get all the negative emotions start piling on. So I appreciate you, you sharing that that aspect and, and how it revolves around this idea of faith. Uh, and I'm, I'm interested in, have you, When was the time for you that you made a personal declaration of faith to God? When was the moment that you trusted Christ as your Lord and Savior?
0: That was uh, when I was about 10 or 11 years old. My father led me to Christ. Mm -hmm. And so he led all four of us to Christ when we were that age. So it was during those young years that uh, we gave our lives to the Lord. Wow.
1: And when in your life, Dr. Evans, when you least expected God to show up in a big way that he did and a challenge your faith even more with who God was or is?
0: When he showed up in a big way, we've had a lot of moments like that. Um, um, I think, you know, I always tell our church, you know, when when, um, I was going through seminary, I, I wasn't poor, I was poor. Poor means real poor, okay? And we made $300 a month, $350 a month, and we would always give $50 to the Lord. And I had this car and it was uh, uh, it was the kind of car where the neighbors knew when you came home because it it was bad. And I needed a tune up and I only had fifty dollars, but the tune up was 50. But that was what we gave to the Lord. So I told the Lord I was going to trust him with this fifty dollars. I'm going to give it to him. But he had to do something about my car. A couple of days later, uh, my car, my engine is on fire. I had to pull over the side of the road. So me and God had a little issue because as far as I was concerned, I was trusting him and he set my car on fire. So me and God had some issues. Well, they told my car in. It was a two hundred dollar deductible, but I hadn't paid the deductible. So the, the insurance company wouldn't do anything until I paid my portion. But when I went there, they were working on my car and I'm trying to figure out how they working on my car. when I knew I hadn't paid the deductible only to find out. That the guidelines said it was a two hundred dollar deductible, but it said except for fire, no deductible. Oh, so God let my car get on fire in order to answer my prayer for a tune-up because I got more than a tune-up. I got a whole uh, re re gentrification of my engine. So uh, so it's a uh, it was amazing thing. It was only fifty dollars, but it was a bigger point yes, of how God yes. can even create negatives in order to bring about positives.
1: Mm. I love that story. That is amazing. And and similar things have happened in my life as well, when I've least expected certain yeah. things. And I've thought they were like the worst possible scenario. And I've gotten angry at God and I've questioned him. And then all of a sudden it's like, Hey, this is actually for my benefit, not my detriment. <laughs> and I've had to go back to God and apologize to him as, as well and say, look, I, I was wrong here. Um, Dr. Evans, you have this brand new book coming out where I've never seen anything like it before. I think it's a very special book. It's got all members of your family uh, that were part of writing this book. It's called Divine Disruption. Are you able to share why you decided to come on to the project in the first place?
0: Absolutely. Well, this was born out of uh, my son, Anthony. Um uh, my, my wife always wanted us to do something together, mm. and we went through a great season of loss. Uh, eight family members over two years. Every six months, one or more persons was passing away. Finally, it came to a, uh, November 2019, my father passed away. And then uh, December 20th, 2019, my wife passed away. So in 30 days, I lost my father and my wife, and we lost six others. Even six months after that, my daughter Priscilla's mother-in-law passed away. So we were going through this great season of loss, and we had to fight for faith in the midst of great loss. The normal rhythm of life had been disrupted. That's why we call it divine disruption. Uh, God did not see fit to... uh, reverse those situations. It's easy to trust God when he's reversing everything and, you know, all prayers are being answered, all favors being given. But what does it look like to trust God when your prayers aren't being answered, when there's disappointment, when faith is tempted to erode? And so we all came together to lend our voices to holding on to faith when, uh, you know when life breaks your heart you know when 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 your hopes and dreams for life and the future are dashed mm-hmm. what does god mean then to you mm-hmm. and so we all gave our voices to this book to encourage other people who are going through struggle and grief and loss and disappointment and and whose faith is being tested to keep on going and keep trusting god through it all because he is trustworthy even when things don't appear in your favor. Yeah.
1: How are you feeling, uh, I guess, if you can describe it, the moment you lost your father and then not long after that, you lost your wife? Are you able to share how you were able to come to God in that, in that moment?
0: Yeah, well, you know, I had to, um, you know, sometimes you have to make a decision when your emotions are not cooperating. Yeah. So emotionally, of course, sad, um, uh, hurting, disappointed, um, struggling, uh, you know, with 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 the Lord. Mm. It's one thing to preach it and to believe it, but now you're called to act on it. Yeah. She passed away on December 30th. On December 31st is our the New Year's Eve service. So I had to make a decision. I always preached. She was always in the front row. She would always be there. So the question was, what was I going to do? And I made a decision to get up and to do what I know she would want me to do in spite of the emotions of the time, in spite of tears, in spite of sadness, in spite of joylessness, to keep going. And I found God giving what Isaiah 40 calls new strength Mm. because old strength was gone. So you need new strength when you're in those seasons. And so, (laughs) yeah, he has to carry you. And so uh, I I decided to press on with the struggle because I couldn't deny the struggle and find God's grace in the struggle.
1: Mm. That is incredible. Because honestly, like, I don't think I would have been able to do that. (laughs) Uh, That's just me being vulnerable there. But I appreciate you sharing how you still were able to get up and preach the message. I'm interested, Dr. Evans, what would you say that losing your wife and losing your father was the most vulnerable moment in your life?
0: Yeah, I would say, yeah, because those are the... (laughs) Uh, Closest, outside of your children, uh, those are the closest relationships that you have. Um, And so it was it it creates a sense of emptiness there. There is a spot missing and that spot can't be recovered. You know, you have the memories, but you don't have the reality sitting before you. So you still have to work through that. You have triggers that remind you to take you back. How do you move forward? Even though sometimes you're driven back, but you got to keep going. Mm. So all of that uh, creates emotives uh, in your in your heart, and your mind, and your soul. And uh, you have to stay in touch with God's grace to plow through it. When He has, and you have to believe that in a divine disruption, there is a good God with a good purpose, even when things are bad. Yeah.
1: What do you hope the most for people to get out of this book when they pick it up and read it?
0: Hope. Hope. The main thing I want people to get is hope that no matter what you're going through, how deep it is, how long it's lasted, how painful it appears, God can be trusted. And hope is expectation about the future that if he still has you here, Going back to your original question, he still has a plan for you, a will for you, and he wants you to press on, not denying the loss or the pain, but uh, persevering through it to see what he has next for you because he still has you here. Before
1: I ask the final two questions, where can people get a copy of this book? Where can they uh, connect with you more and, and learn more about your amazing work?
0: But right. Well, TonyEvans.org uh, is our national ministry uh, 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 website, TonyEvans.org. And we'll have that and many other resources that are available to Christians to help them to grow and to go deeper spiritually.
1: Mm, amazing. I'll make sure that all the links are in the show notes below. This is a question that I love asking people, but I, I'm interested in your response. It is, what do you love the most about yourself and your story?
0: <laughs> um, I love what I get to do every day in ministry to serve pe- to serve the Lord and serve people with our worldview called the kingdom agenda, which is the visible manifestation of the comprehensive will of God over every area of life. Mm-hmm. And to be able to promote that, to speak to that, to affirm that. And uh, so you asked me what I so that's what I love most doing. And I guess I love the most about myself is that I get to do it. (laughs) (laughs) So I love what I do. And I love the fact that I get to do it. So it's all kind of packaged together.
1: Synergy. (laughs) I love it. uh, Dr. Evans, I really enjoyed our our time together. I know I have to be respectful of your time. I wish I had, you know, forever, forever to speak with you. My final question for you, this is my all time favorite question that I ask everyone at the end It's a hypothetical one, but I want you to imagine with me for a moment that you've been able to reach the age of 100. All your friends and your family have decided to put together a film for you of everything you've ever said and everything you've ever done. Don't ask me how in the world they got it all. We'll just call it magic for the sake of argument. But they've been able to get it and show it to you on your 100th birthday. What do you want that film to say and to show about your life?
0: I want the film to say "You loved God. He loved people and he made a difference. Mm.
1: It's a perfect send-off message. Do you feel perfect. like anything is is currently missing in your life?
0: Other than my wife, <laughs> <laughs> which that's currently missing. Um just you know, adjusting to new realities, you know, you're still in in a period of adaptation. So adjusting through that. Mm.
1: Well, I appreciate your your time today, Dr. Evans, and for being a part of this amazing book and, and work. Divine Disruption is the new book that's coming out very, very soon in November. You can pre-order a copy now. I highly encourage you to go and do so. I can't wait to get my hands on a physical copy and share it around like crazy. It is a book that I have never seen been done before. Five members of the same family coming together and it all flows. It is absolutely incredible. It's going to go crazy. But Dr. Evans, thank you so much for your time today and, and your story and for coming on the Storybox podcast.
0: I am honored to meet you. I'm very grateful for uh, your your the uh, podcast and we'll uh, look forward to uh, being with you again sometime.
1: I really don't like this part because it means that sadly we have come to an end of yet another story. I just want to say thank you to all of you for tuning in and listening to our guests today. It is my prayer that you would have felt inspired, motivated, challenged in some way, and that you would have learned something new as well. If you would like to hear more amazing stories like this one, you can do so now by searching up the Storybox on all podcast platforms. It is that easy. And if you did get something from today's guest, please do share it around with your friend or family member who you feel could benefit from hearing today's story. And before you go, i greatly appreciate if you could spend 30 seconds leaving a rating review over on Apple Podcasts. It goes a long way to reaching more people and building this community of the Storybox. Let's start changing lives through powerful stories like this one you heard today. Your support is always greatly appreciated. Until next time, when we dive back into the story box, I'm Jay Phantom, and don't forget, your story is worth more than you know. I'll catch you then.
0: Hold up.